0: A four
1: three,
2: granddad. I wanna meal, my dog. Stack up this paper, my dog. I got it on lock, my dog. Don't run this, I chill, my dog. Yeah, never question me. Go and get the money. I wanna all honey. Yeah, I wanna honey. Yeah, I want all honey. I wanna meal, my dog. Stack up this paper, my dog. I chill my dog. Yeah, never question me. Go and get the money. I want all honey. Yeah, I want all honey. Yeah, I want all honey. Yeah, I want all honey. Yeah. 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 You dig? Yeah, I need that muscle, muscular. Give me the keys to the city. Pulling off in the Tesla. Uh, gotta kick the door in, my family. Eat. Ain't no time to waste. Bitch on my minutes, you see it in my face. This water dripping on me. Yeah, uh-huh. I got it replenished. That's at a the time things. where what we supposed to be at away. just me and my now niggas. My dog hungry, oh, you know we gon' feast. Give me the oh, track, you know I'm a beast. Post it on the block, oh, we oh, off in the streets. We don't fuck around with 12 well Yeah, we go and get it. That money truck with it. Off in Vegas with some rounds. spit the meal ticket, I wanna meal my dog,
1: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am Scoops Bronson. Welcome back to the 4 3 podcast. Today we got my guy E. Carter in here, S. Dye Foster in here, um CGJD. I don't know if they're going to be here. Maybe they'll pop in. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? It's getting real, real different in here. um Plus, it's mm-hmm. October, man. Maybe they'll pop in like a ghost. Get spooky on you niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, what's going on with you, E?
2: Hey, man. I'm I'm chilling, man. It's, you know, we we finally took a little L, so I'm I'm doing all right. Finally got a retwist going, you know what I mean? Feeling like <laughs> myself again.
1: <laughs> what's going on, that Man, been a busy
0: week, man. It's pod number three for the week, so... You know, uh, but it's been an insightful week. You know, I was telling you about some of the things uh yesterday that's yeah. been going on this week. So, uh like I just said, man, change on the way. But your boy is good, man. How about yourself, man? I got to ask you that question.
1: Man, right. let me tell you, man. Uh Last week was a hectic-ass week. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I did four pies. Pop- I'm, I'm actually on the route that you're taking now. I did four pies last week. I did... uh Two view, two viewers anonymous joints. Of course, you know what I'm saying? We did the four three. And then I jumped on the um homie Tamara the Don. I jumped on hers. Um and we did the uh top ten nastiest candies. You know what I'm saying? And then we did, you know what I'm saying, our top three favorites. Uh I did it with OTR Mike and uh the homie Penrose from uh All Docked Up. And man, it was it was fun as hell, bro. You know what I'm saying? We had a whole bunch of lies, bunch of jokes going on, so. It was all right, man, but you know what I'm saying? This week, I'm feeling good, feeling great. Um, I'm excited about this upcoming uh, football week. Been uh, been down and out on my fantasy team, but I'm doing all right, though. That's What's up, man? That's
0: What's up, man? Hey, and, and while we at it, man, you know, shout out to the All uh, Dot Duck podcast. I just had sure. BJ uh, on the 28 Minutes of Less podcast, so I appreciate mm-hmm. her for jumping on that podcast with me. So, uh, yeah, so shout out to them, man. I got to listen to a new pod. They dropped it the other day.
1: I got to listen to it. Yeah, I got it on my, uh, I got it in my queue, actually. Um, so, um, man, you know what I'm saying? If you're new to the show, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for tuning in. But we like to do a little segment we call Get It Off Your Chest, where, you know what I'm saying? We rave and rant about the things that we didn't like about the previous football week. So let's get into it, man. We're going to go ahead and, um, you know what I'm saying? As that man, let's let's go ahead and, and start with you, bro. Let's let's get this thing going, man. Get it off your chest. What's going on, bro?
0: Well, you know, I always use this segment to uh, not necessarily get it off my chest, but to uh, just to give me an opportunity to speak on my two teams. And uh, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with my Niners. Uh, we we took a loss to a uh, to a dome team in the rain, which I don't understand. <laughs> they they play inside for every home game. We play outside, and because we got. We got a little rain situation, man. We get uh, we get beat, but uh, the one thing I do like about Shanahan, I know he's catching a lot of flack right now because of his record. Because you know, the one year he didn't have injuries, he made to the Super Bowl. But it's like these injuries they keep piling up. But what the one thing I do like about him, if he got somebody that's hot, which I think he picked this up from the Super Bowl because when they played the Chiefs, Debo was hot early, then he went away from it, and I think mm-hmm. he was like, yo. Maybe I need not to do that. Debo was the only one cooking anything, so he started putting them on kickoff return, punt return. Hey, but he had Debo everywhere, but yeah, he had him in the backfield running balls, everything. So you know, he 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 know what he's doing, man. Like, hey, you gotta you gotta you gotta ride that hot hand. So uh, we took an L to the Colts, man. It's it's not looking good. Like, but our division is our division is ridiculous, man. Like it, it's crazy. So. You know, no, no playoffs for us. But as far as my nose, though, I'm just saying we don't three straight. You know, what I'm saying One, three straight, and I wish JD was here because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You figured it out, yeah. We got, we got, we got the tigers this week. We. Hey, this is the first time I am felt a little like a little bit of confidence, man. I'm <laughs> not saying I'm not saying we're gonna win the game. I'm yeah. just saying I got a little confidence with me, man. They are not looking good. If you can score 20 points, you can beat them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I I, I, I picked pick over uh over them in my picks last week. I just I'm just saying now, even though Vegas got us as like a, a a double digit underdog, mm-hmm. but Dabo had a press conference, and he's not too confident with <laughs> there's no team coming into town. I'm just saying. Yeah. So uh I'm happy we we was able to get the win. Yeah, it was you, man. But it, it's also good to see your team put up 59 points. You know, what I'm saying we never played one FCS team and lost to them motherfuckers. So it's just mm-hmm. like, yo, you get a chance to, to run up some points. You need to do it, man. To make your team feel good. Give your offense some of confidence. So I'm happy we on a three game winning streak, and hopefully we can continue that to a four game winning streak. Because if we do, man, next week, you know I'm gonna be here. I don't care what's going on next week. We beat Clemson. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Oh yeah, that's all, that's all I got. I, I'm just oh, yeah. saying, we beat Clemson. <laughs> I'm here.
1: That's hilarious. Uh, man, E, what's up, man? Get off your chest. What's going on?
2: All right. Well, you know, every dog has his day. You know, I've been riding high for the last couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Because my boy's been winning. Uh, we finally took a loss, but it was to the Bengals. It wasn't just a loss. We we, we got blown out. <laughs> and my beef, like, it's tackling. Like, it just looked like I'm looking at a JV squad running around, reaching, diving at people's legs. Like, what are y'all doing? This is professional football. Like, like. Wrap up tackle. Like, I don't. I used to blame that, uh, that, that, uh, lead with your head and all of that rule. I used to blame that, but no, that's not the case, man. Just go give somebody a hug, bro. And don't stop hugging them until they on the facts ground, bro. Like, go wrap up, wrap up tackle. I don't get it. I've seen a lot of missed tackles, especially, uh, in the Ravens and Bengals game. A lot of missed tackles that ended up being big plays or key first downs because you can't get nobody on the ground and it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, I've been seeing a, a, a lot of different teams around the league. Washington is one of those teams as well. That's supposed to have a top five defense and they can't tackle nobody either. Uh, I, I don't get it. I don't know what they're doing. I don't think it's maybe it's because oh I'm in the league now. I don't all form goes out the way. Uh, it's time to get back to the basics. Man, you learn how to tackle and peewee. Like you learn how to form tackle and peewee and wrap up and, All of that good stuff you learn that early so what's the purpose of going through all these mini camp drills otas and all of that and when it matters you just diving at somebody's shoestrings like come on man these are professionals like they wouldn't be in the league if they just fail for every everybody that dove at the shoes you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i don't know man they gotta hopefully they get it together on this bye week um and hopefully our running game gets better on this bye week too, because that, that was a disgrace as well. Lamar Jackson should not be the focal point of the running game, no matter if he can run or not. Your running backs have to do something. The week before, all three running backs scored. The next week right after, they barely got eight yards. So mm. that's terrible. You know what I mean? You you setting, you setting up the offense for failure. We're a running team. Uh yeah, he's slinging it now, but you got to keep the defense honest. And if you can't run the ball, then you cannot keep the defense honest. And they're able to cheat over a little bit. And you see what happens when poor tackling and poor running game happens, especially with the Baltimore Ravens. So get it together, man. We got a bye week, man. Come on, y'all.
1: For sure, man. Um, so I'm going to get it off my chest, man. Listen, um, we got a big game coming up this week for the Cleveland Browns, man. Uh, this is still a week. And you, know, you know what I'm saying, right after that, we got Cincinnati. Um, Baker Mayfield, you know what I'm saying, I know he's talking like he wants to get out there on the field. Uh, his shoulder is messed up. Fortunately, it's not his throwing shoulder, but nonetheless, his shoulder is messed up. I don't want to see him out there against the Steelers. I think that keeping Case Keenum out there, it'll be okay if he takes a week off. I know that's a tough game to play, regardless if they don't look like the Steelers of old. They still are the Steelers. They still have Mike Tomlin. He's a genius on that sideline. Um, but I think keeping them out an extra week, letting them heal up a little bit more, I'd rather him be out there against Cincinnati. Um, that way, you know what I'm saying, we can still have that fire that, you know what I'm saying, we need. I wouldn't mind taking a loss to Pittsburgh if we do but with Case Kingdom out there, um, but I don't want to take a loss with Baker Mayfield out there, knowing that he's not fully 100% um, against a team like, Pittsburgh, and then you know, no divisional games, man, it gets tough. You know, what I'm saying these are teams that you play two times a year, so you kind of know them better than the rest of the schedule. So, hopefully, uh, Case Keenum will be the starter. Um, hopefully, it doesn't get too bad. Nick Chubb is coming back, so that's going to be a plus with the way Dearness Johnson played. I think he'll be all right as far as the backup. Um, Dimitri Felton is back there as well, so he'll probably end up taking up that third spot. Um, Kareem Hunt, hopefully he gets better soon. You know what I'm saying? He's a a great addition, especially in the passing game. Um, Jarvis Landry, you know what I'm saying? He got a little bit shook up. I don't think Odell's fully healed or, you know what I'm saying, mentally he's not there, but that's something we'll talk about later. But um, as far as my Browns go, man, hopefully they'll, you know what I'm saying, keep Case Keenum out there. The Ohio State Buckeyes, listen, we got a tough game against Penn State. This is going to be a night game. Both teams are ranked. Both teams in the top 25, of course. We're going to be at the shoe, so, you know what I'm saying, it'll be a little bit easier, but, you know what I'm saying, Y'all know how I feel about C.J. Stroud. He's been showing me up lately. Hopefully he keeps that going and we can make something happen. Garrett Wilson and um, Chris Olave, they got to they gotta step up and be the stars that they're supposed to be. And, you know what I'm saying, hopefully that run game and that defense, you know what I'm saying, stays intact and gets the job done. But as far as that goes, man, that's all I got to say. So are oh, you fellas ready You say what? 08. Oh, oh, I.O. I thought you said something else, man. But now nah, we about to go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, get into these topics, man. Um, first and foremost, the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Are the Kansas City Chiefs in trouble? Um, they're not the team that you think they are. Um, they're 3-4 and four and last in the division. Patrick Mahomes is um, 187. Um, at a 277 attempts, uh, 293 passing yards, which gives him fourth in, uh, passing. I'm sorry. You're right. I said 200. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank But you. that's a terrible season. <laughs> yeah, I gonna say that's, that's super horrible. Uh, nah, but he got 18 touchdowns, which ranks him third, nine interceptions, which actually ranks him second. And he has no passing touchdowns in the first half. Um. What what, do you, what are you guys feeling about um, KC? As uh, that, how you feeling, man? <clears throat> I remember when they made
0: that move, man. For uh, for your boy Josh Gordon, I was like, "Yo, something ain't right." Mm. Like I, I felt, I felt that it was something weird going on there. I mean, you also got to understand, two straight to the Super Bowl. At, at the end of the day, it starts taking a toll on you because. The reason I would say they're different from what was going on with the Patriots is because something that nobody never wants to mention is the AFC East was the worst division in football for like three straight decades, and nobody mm-hmm. wanted to admit that. So they had home field advantage all the time. You know they wouldn't playing as many games because they always had that first week by. So I think that it's starting to it's starting to take a toll on them. But I also believe that the division is catching up with them. That's number one. Mm -hmm. I also feel that Pat Mahomes is doing what he's always been doing. The only difference is these dudes are actually catching these interceptions now. He's not had interceptable balls, but they have always been dropped. That shit don't show up on the stat sheet. So he's doing everything that he's been doing, but they're just actually turning into turnovers. So now he's turning the ball over, and your defense can't stop nobody. Right. This is one of the worst defenses, like, pretty much in NFL history. And then, not only that, when you look at the team, like, I'm one of those guys. I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? I like a balanced offense. You need to be able to run the ball. Your top running back only got 304 yards rushing, and your next person is 219, and that's Pat Mahomes. Mm. Like, that's not good. Like, rushing – you know how many rushing attempts they have this year?
1: Through seven games.
0: 167. That's it? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Mm. That's it. You got to be able to run the ball, man. So I, I yeah. think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs are in trouble, man. Mm.
1: E man, what's your thoughts?
2: Well, <clears throat> I mean, S really kind of hit the nail on the head for real, for real. Uh, I agree. You know what I'm saying? They're definitely in trouble. They're definitely not the Chiefs that they were uh last year or the season before that. The defense is definitely in trouble. If you have if you have a, a decent offense where you can, you know, get rolling and you have a pretty pretty stout defense, you can beat the Chiefs. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying any team can just come in there and just, they are not, you know what I'm saying? They're not stinking it up like that, but like the Titans, for instance. Titans got a great running game. They got uh great receivers. They got an above-average quarterback, I guess, slightly. It depends on who you're talking to. I think he butt, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but they they got an offense that can go down and score points. You know what I'm saying? And they got a defense that is can keep you out the end zone. So when you got teams like that and you're in uh it's I'm not going to say it's easier easy to beat Chiefs because like uh, as I said, Pat Mahomes is still doing what what he does. But those 50-50 balls is just not going his way now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're Getting a little people are you know uh letting letting Kelsey do his thing, but stopping the deep ball or whatever the case may be. Man, they they scheming for him. Uh and you know it happens. And also, like, as I pointed to, is that the division is catching up. Now you got Oakland doing their thing. You got the Chargers doing their thing. You know, Denver's still at the bottom of the pack, but still they started off 4-0. You know what I'm saying? So it's the division is catching up, man. And you got you got these quarterbacks that are playing lights out, and you got these defenses that's stepping up. And everybody knows defense wins championships. So mm-hmm. you can have a high powered offense for two, three years, and it can get you to the dance. But for a consistent team, you gotta you gotta have a solid defense. They can't, they don't run the ball and they can't stop the run. Uh um Buffalo, Buffalo was running them down their throats, play action, pass, all sorts of stuff. Like S.Dop alluded to it's like a balanced team. If you got a balanced offense, if you run and pass and play action, you know, that defense is, is subject to crumble under that. Now, now, if they get a lead, they, they are going to sit on that lead. They, But are they in trouble as far as this year, this season, as of right now? Yes. Yes. Um, I I I don't know, man. I, I was kind of pulling for I was pulling for Tennessee last week. Uh, you know, I'm one of those people that, you know, if you down, I like to <laughs> kick you while you down anyway. So yeah. like, listen, if the Chiefs is gonna stink it up, let them stink it up, man. They've been on top for two years too long for me. So, but now everything, I think the rest of the league and some of these teams is just catching up with them.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I agree with the both of y'all, man. But honestly, I'ma just tell you how I see it. Uh last year, Super Bowl, Tampa Bay exposed who the Kansas City Chiefs are. They're a one-trick pony. Um, they pretty much want to hit you over the head across the middle as much as they can, and then they'll send Tyreek Hill down the field, and then boom, you know what I'm saying? That's how they beat you. Um, just like S D said, that run game, it has to be a lot better. I don't think they have a lot of faith in um Edwards Hilaire because he, I don't know, man. It's just something about him. I think he's a pretty decent running back, but I just don't really see him getting enough of the ball. I think they need to feed him a lot more. Um, Patrick Mahomes, we we're starting to see if you put pressure on him, he's not going to, you know, what I'm saying he's not going to be able to give you what you want. Um, once again, that showed in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, he had so much pressure on him. It was like he couldn't either run out the pocket, he couldn't throw, he didn't have time to do anything. And I mean, and that's with every quarterback. But however, with a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he's special because he can move around. He's not the fastest, he's not the most agile, but he can move around. But also he has the um he has the breakdown pretty much of a of a cannon-arm quarterback. He can get it down the field. Um, he also has this thing that he has magic in his arms to where he can maneuver the ball around people. Like uh what's the movie wanted where they were shooting bullets around people. He can yeah. move the ball around people like that. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't think that it, this really is indicative of Patrick Mahomes. Um, the reason I brought his stats up in the beginning was just to show people that, you know what I'm saying? As much as their record is showing that they're not, you know what I'm saying, at the top of the division or even close to even, you know, what I'm saying the conference. Um the the play is still there. I think it's just they have to open up their options. I think that they go to Kelsey and uh Tyreek Hill too much. You know what I'm saying? You got goes. I mean you got guys like Nicole Hartman who can open up plays for you as we've seen before. Um Pringle, he can open up plays as we've seen before. Once again, getting the ball more to uh Edwards Hilaire. I think that if they can spread that ball around a little bit more um and let Kelsey and Hill become distractions more so than the focus point of the offense, I think that they'll be a lot better. Um and, so, and also also you know,
0: before we move, also before yeah. we move is like remember when they played my Niners, we was up three quarters. Mm-hmm. And when the game changed in the fourth quarter. Is when they gave up a fucking third and twenty five, yeah, it was so, like
1: hey, same for the Browns. <laughs> the Browns was on their ass, and then you know like, what I'm saying? They just they died out. Yeah, so it's like
0: if pe- a lot of people want to say they dominant, They when they when they when they had two big games like the, both of those Super Bowls, mm-hmm. they was beating both of them. One mm-hmm. of the they, they, you know, Tampa Bay found a way to pull it off. 49ers, they just you know second half. Calling got different things just changed, but yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, but that's all I got. I just I just wanted to mention
1: it <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. <laughs> um, so man, moving on. Jamar Chase. This young man is sheesh. This young man is doing his thing, man. Um, 754 yards receiving six touchdowns. He has 13 20 plus receptions, six 40 plus receptions. Um, last week he had eight receptions. 200 yards and a touchdown against um East Baltimore Ravens. Uh also a quick stat man, he surpassed Randy Moss as the youngest player with the most touchdowns um in his first 7 games, which makes him the most in than any other player in the history um of the NFL. I think that this young man is going to be a He's gonna be a force in the NFL, man. E, you know what I'm saying? You you just seen what happened. How do you feel? We know you're mad, but you know what I'm saying? Let's let's be positive, brother. <laughs> All
2: right, listen, man. Jamar Chase, man, he, he's definitely gonna be a beast. Uh, I'm yeah. definitely, you know, poor tackling. Back to back to that. But anyway, man, but you know, it just to show you, man, you got a lot of these young receivers that's coming in, bro. Or they're totally different than the receivers of old. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they got good. They even the route running has changed. Like, just the uh, the Jerry Judy, like, just like that. Like, and Jamar Chase is gonna be well. He's already in that in that bracket with some of these top young receivers that's in, and his his first year. Uh, mm-hmm. I added these plays for Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> upset about that, but you know what I'm saying? Hey, they they definitely. Got a duo on their hands, you know what I'm saying? A quarterback receiver tandem. They definitely got one of those on their hands, and and we just watching history, man. Uh, there's really no complaints I have about him, like about his game or anything. Uh, he can he adjusts to the ball. He his routes look pretty crisp, you know what I'm saying? Everything you know can get work. I ain't saying that you can't get better, but right now it's it's kind of hard to pull that argument when, like you said, he didn't surpass uh, Randy Moss's. Uh, rookie record at what seven games, most what touchdowns you said, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to you know put a gripe with that. Like, the kid is balling, you know what I'm saying? And he ended up putting almost 200 yards on us l- last week, so the proof is in the tape, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't yeah. know, he they might they might want to start doubling. on
1: him. As <laughs> that man, talk about the boys. man. You know, he's
0: the definition of taking the top off of defense right now. Um, mm. You know, the key number that I had for Jamar Chase is 21.5. This dude is averaging 21.5 yards a catch. <laughs> like, this is, this is nuts, man. He's definitely a great deep threat. And also, now, this only works if they're good, but I don't know why this isn't done more often. Anytime you can reconnect, a a duo that worked really good in college and put them together in the nfl i don't know why it's not done more often you know what i'm saying it, it's like when they, when somebody got good chemistry like that if, if i draft a quarterback and then like his top guy was like a you know what i'm saying a sophomore or whatever and then the next year and that receiver's on the board i ain't even got to go ask him yo i'm drafting your guy if he's there you know what, mm-hmm. what i'm saying because sometimes that magic can rekindle and it's rekindling like they look good together um the Bengals you know what i'm saying they man it's crazy how they find a way to get you know what i'm saying two two good receivers side by side man Higgins ain't looking too bad i don't I don't like to give a lot of Clemson dudes credit but you know what i'm saying Higgins ain't looking too bad out there man that's you know what i'm saying true. so they got they got a little they got a little thing cooking over there man people will be looking out for them Bengals
1: man for sure man uh, they, um, they definitely on
0: my watch list
1: Oh yeah, big They gotta be. They gotta be. Um, I'm just gonna reiterate what you guys said, man. Basically, um, I feel like that chemistry that they had at LSU, um, it paid off. You know what I'm saying? Not only just playing together, but winning the national championship, winning the SEC, you know what I'm saying, playing against the teams that they played against. Um, that that's not a that's not an easy thing going undefeated, you know what I'm saying, putting up the numbers that they put up only to later on down the line, they both end up on the same team. That chemistry kicks back on. Um, I know at the beginning of the year during the preseason, you know what I'm saying, we talked a lot about him dropping passes, him not adjusting to the game. But uh, he said it himself, you know what I'm saying? He said that the game is a lot faster uh, than he anticipated. He wasn't used to – the defenses and the, you know, what I'm saying the complexity of how they switch up so fast. You know what I'm saying? How they get back on uh, um how they how they would disguise coverages and things like that. So that just lets you know um you know how how much of a IQ he has. The fact that he can come in from preseason and then first game of the season, he gets what, I think it was like a 52 yard touchdown um against the Vikings. And, you know what I'm saying, that set everything in motion for the Bengals to kind of catch that fire. Um, This is really just a, a huge reason that Cincinnati is basically number one in the AFC North. Um, Tied with Baltimore, but, of course, right now they, they hold the tiebreaker. I think that, you know what I'm saying, with Joe Mixon back there, um, as that, like you said, T. Higgins, and then, you know what I'm saying, slowly but surely, I think if you get a guy like Tyler Boyd in there, you know what I'm saying? To either play that slider, or switch him and Higgins out and let those two, you know, what I'm saying go back and forth. You know, it's going to be real hard for defenses to cover these guys. And then you got a big athletic, strong uh, tight end type like uh, I think his name is Uzuma, CJ Uzuma. Like that dude he showed last week, too. He had two big plays early on in the game. So like, you know what I'm saying, once that mm-hmm. once that offense can, you know what I'm saying, get some real chemistry and play along enough together, I think they're going to be a team to play, uh, I mean to uh, you know what I'm saying, to to watch going down the line. It's going to be very tough to start playing against Cincinnati. This might be one of the best teams they've had since um, you know what I'm saying, the the Carson Palmer, you know what I'm saying, TJ Houshmans uh Chad Johnson Bengals, you know what I'm saying, like to me this is this kind of reminds me of that offense um and they had said said Benson right wasn't he the running back uh Frederick yeah Benson? they had said yeah. Benson I think they had like Rudy Johnson at one point like they they had some they had some running backs man so you know what I'm saying like this is this is I'm thinking right now um this might be the most potent offense Cincinnati's had in a while also they got a nice backup in Piran you know what I'm saying I know he doesn't get as much looks as you know what I'm saying uh other running backs. But with Joe Mixon back there, you know you you don't really expect it. But I think he's a guy to look out for it too, um, as a you know am saying solid backup. So we'll see, you know what I'm saying going later on down the line how they end up uh, faring out. They, this they, is only week seven. Making, uh, Go ahead, yeah, i
2: about to say they making they making the AFC North, <laughs> yeah. very very tough, <laughs> very very yeah. tough. So as of as of right now, you know with you know the Steelers at 500, that's three teams pushing for a playoff spot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right definitely. there. And with the and with the way the uh the way they extending everything, you can have three teams of the same yeah. division in the playoffs, the way it's going. So I don't know, man. That's it's tough.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it really is. And I mean to me, this is it gets me excited because, you know, I look at the AFC North in the last I want to say maybe two, three years, probably one of the toughest divisions in football. You know what I mean? Like regardless of, you know what I'm saying, who's on top or whatever, but I, I looked at them as, you know what I'm saying, one of the toughest divisions in football. Um, you know what I'm saying, with Cleveland finally coming up, Cincinnati coming up, you know what I'm saying, Baltimore's been there, Pittsburgh's been there. Um, you know what I'm saying, this year they kind of struggling. Last year they was on the fucking, or fucking tear. But, you know what I'm saying, they kind of burned out at the end of the year. But I think that this is going to be something that a lot of teams are going to be looking forward to, you know what I'm saying, strapping up when they come to, you know what I'm saying, that AFC North division as far as putting them on that schedule and, and you know what I'm saying, playing against those teams. Um, Next up, man, this is going to hurt my heart. I really don't want to talk about this too much. But Odell Becker, man. Um. My man is, is struggling big time right now. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 16 receptions, um, <laughs> 33 targets. Uh, he only got he only raked in 226 yards. He's averaging 14.1 a carry. Um, only 45.2 yards a game in five games played. Um, no touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Coming off of an injury, you know what I'm saying, um, not being able to have uh Landry out there as much as he wants to, of course. You know what I'm saying? The chemistry with Baker Mayfield is I don't know, man. I, I thought it eventually it would get there, but with all the health, you know what I'm saying situations and, and and you know, not being able to really practice and get out there and you know what I'm saying build that up. I think that's one of the things that's really causing it. Also, um I don't know, man. I think I think that Odell being the the humble Odell that he's been like <laughs> these last few seasons, bro. I think that's kind of wore him down. I think that kind of took away from his his fire, man. Like I I appreciated Odell being on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying, fighting the kicker net. I appreciated Odell on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying, going off on the coach and the quarterback. Like to me, that's somebody who wants to win. That's somebody who wants to, you know what I'm saying, get out there and make plays. This new Odell, bro. Like, I, I don't I don't see that same thing in him. It, it's starting to look like he's, you know, what I'm saying struggling to acclimate into the offense. Um coming off the injuries, he doesn't look as explosive um as he usually does. I mean, I've seen him out there running some routes and, and getting some separation on a few, you know, certain occasions that he's been out there, but it's just like something about it, man. I, I don't know. Either he just – he doesn't want to be there. Either, you know what I'm saying, his his head ain't in football anymore or maybe he just lost it, man. I, I'm not sure personally, but not how do you feel about this?
0: Okay. So, first let me go here. So, the LSU hip strain in 2012, all yeah. right? So, then he has a thigh, hamstring, and – Vertebrate bruise that's in 2014. So then you go 2015. He got a thigh hamstring strain, then he got a thigh hamstring strain again, then a hip strain, and then he had the thumb sprain, then he had the ankle, then he had another ankle, then he had a quad, then he had a groin, a lower back. Hey, dude, that's crazy. Lower back strain, then Mm he had a toe. Then he had the the big one, you know what I'm saying with the, the ACL. With, yeah, the ACL. And mm. then now, well, yeah, this year he's dealing with the AC strain on shoulder joint. You this do. is the thing about Odell, right? For me, his parents did what Chad Johnson is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? People got to understand. This is what people got to understand about Odell. He probably has some of the best DNA known to man. Mom was a track star at LSU. Mm-hmm. Dad was a running back at LSU. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he got it from both sides. He's one of the most gifted dudes I've ever seen. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Other than Bo Jackson. Now he's only 5'11, 200, but you know what I'm saying? It's still, you know, a pretty good size. It's just like when you it's like when you watch the dude, it's like, is he just it's like the the body is there, the talent is there. It's just with all that DNA, I just don't know if his body is is holding up. And it's like, I think the reason why you're seeing a different Odell, I'm not going to put it on Lolo. I'm not going to put it on Lolo. But I think, honestly, dude, I think it's the injuries, and I think it's a psychological thing. Yeah, I think that he knows that he's a step slower. He knows Mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying, he he can feel it. He knows he's not capable of doing the things that he used to do, and I think it's gotten in his head. And he just can't get it together. And I think that he's also trying to play careful Mm -hmm. to the point where he's, you know, not running the routes like he normally do or dropping balls. Him and Baker can't get on the same page. I think it's a psychological thing. And to add on to that, dude, I didn't want to do it, but I got to do it. Every since that photo came out before that playoff game when he was with the Giants, Odell ain't been the same. All the receivers in that picture ain't been the same. Victor Cruz didn't even touch the field no more after that picture. Man, what
1: happened happened on that goddamn boat, man? What happened on that boat, man? Something happened on that boat. Something on that boat, man. Okay, listen. If Space Jam creators is out here listening (laughs) to me now, all right, we might have something. Space Jam 3, not basketball, football. Talk to me, man. Hit me up. Let's, let's so, do this. Something
0: happened on that boat, man. Yeah, something man. happened on that boat, man. Victor Cruz is out of the NFL. Odell ain't been the same. Yeah. I'm telling you, something happened.
1: Facts. E, man. <laughs> what up, bro? <laughs>
2: uh, well, yeah. I, I don't, one, I do think it's a mental standpoint. Like you know, We all played ball before. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we all have had some type of injury before. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and the mind is, is really... Uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's football. I man. it's physical. But if your mind is not into it, then it definitely uh, affects your game. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I had a knee injury in high school. And my first game back, it was about I was tender on plant and on it to, you know, to change direction and everything like that. But then eventually it was just like, you know what, I got to plant. Like, I got to play the way I know how to play. I can't come out here being tender on it and trying to baby it. Because if you try to baby it, Either it's going to affect your play, or you're going to end up hurting something else because right. you're you're trying not to plant as hard, or you're trying to you're trying to be ginger with it. Um, I don't know. Like, is it is it Cleveland? Like, is it is it really Odell, or does he need to change the scenery? Or I don't know. Like, because ever since he got to Cleveland, it's it's just all this big hope. You know, it's been big hope since he touched down. It's like, all right, we got Odell now, we got Baker. They about to light it up, you know what I'm saying? Like he he did this mm-hmm. with Eli. So if he did it with Eli, he definitely can do it with Baker. But then, like you mm-hmm. said, the injuries that take a toll, and then the mental take a toll. And then I agree with you, Marcus, that uh that that fight, that fire. Like, you know, he he humble. He ain't arguing with nobody on the sidelines. Yeah. He's not going off on nobody. He's not even picking fights with with corners out there on, on the field. Like, yeah, you might get a penalty, but whatever, like your teammates like that fire they like that fight like he fighting mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna lay down if he out here fighting now now we now we turned up now let's go you know what i'm saying i'm fighting with my brother you know what i'm saying so i'm just kind of curious on what the relationship is in with him in cleveland uh you don't really don't hear a whole lot of big news about it but i think it's kind of a kind of a cover up to just be like all right well we're just going to see what happens and see what he do. He might just need a a change of scenery, man. Like sometimes uh with some of these players especially in the NFL, uh they uh bounce their career back by just changing to a, a new system, a new coach, uh, a new team, new town. I don't know, but at this point who and what he's producing, who would really take him, like his value has dropped tremendous. So Odell before he came to Cleveland and Odell now, that's a that's a different type of move at this point. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I it's it's definitely kind of sad to see, man, because you got the big catches that he was doing in New York, and then I really feel for <laughs> my brothers that are, uh, are that are Browns fans. You know what I'm saying? Because you yeah. expect to see that type of big plays. Like he had a couple sparks here and there, but mm-hmm. not as much as you would like and would hope for you know and y'all in deep y'all got to the playoffs last year and he really wasn't a part so it's like does he i don't know does he feel wanted in cleveland like y'all y'all had a lot of success when he's y'all have more more, more success when he's not in the lineup yeah that's true so so it's like all right is he is he really wanted what's his what's his position in the locker room so is he humble on the field but is he firing guys up in the locker room is he helping some of these other receivers that's that's taking his spot while he's injured like what mm-hmm. how active is he you know what I'm saying when the camera's not on him? uh so I don't know I think all of that kind of plays a role like he, he might just not understand what his role is on the team in gen- general not just the offense just where are like, you supposed to be be a veteran, like you, that comes with veteran leadership. So I I think that has something to do with him trying to be a little bit more humble and show a different type of example. But yeah, I don't know. I think he kind of lost some of his spirit. Does he still love the game? I think so. But I I don't know. I think he might just need to change his scenery and maybe that might help bounce him back or maybe a full year without any injuries or any big injuries and maybe get some of that confidence back.
1: I agree, man. Um,
0: Lolo don't want to live in Cleveland, man.
1: Hey, you, listen, I I get it. I get it. No, 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 seriously, I mean, I mean, I get it. A, a person that – a person of his – or player of his caliber, um, you know what I'm saying, they used to being in the big city. You know what I'm saying, being in New York, I think it was a little bit different because, you know what I'm saying, that's a major market. So he can be, you know what I'm saying, that flamboyant, rambunctious type player, you know what I'm saying, uh, in new york because that's the type of city it is or if he was to go to la or, or houston or, or not not houston maybe a dallas or something like that um he could be that type of player but to me you know what i'm saying with being in the midwest being in a, a city like cleveland you know what i'm saying where they hard-working people you know what I'm saying boots to the ground type you know what I'm saying people i don't i don't think that that's the you know what I'm saying his his personality really fits for cleveland however his play, to me, it can fit. I think that um, in some cases that, especially when Baker's, you know what I'm saying, like trying to get him the ball, I think a lot of times Baker's really just trying to um, force it to him. And then not only that, I think that with Baker knowing how talented he is, there's a little bit of carelessness there when he's throwing the ball or when he's trying to, you know what I'm saying, lead him on in the pass or whatever like that. But that's just my my and opinion.
0: You know, well, you know who I'm talking about when I say Lolo, right?
1: His girl, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. She don't want to live in Cleveland.
1: I mean, I, I get he wants
0: it. wants
1: to live in Cleveland? I'm not going to disrespect Cleveland like that. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to disrespect <laughs> Cleveland like that. <laughs> I am nah, not, dis- I'm not dis- <laughs> Look, I'm not, yeah. I'm not
0: disrespecting Cleveland. I'm just saying, like, you know, what I'm saying she's a wild not girl. You know, what I'm saying, you know, she probably want to be in L.A. or New York. And, you know what I'm saying? But,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure she does that. I'm sure she's always in L.A. or New York. I'm sure she's not just sitting in Cleveland, like, kicking back. Oh, no, no. Nah, nah. She ain't just kicking you know back.
0: But she probably don't I want mean, to take that flight.
1: To me, I feel like this. Like, when you live in that lifestyle, like, and and, it's, and once again, this may just be me, but when you live in that lifestyle, like, to come home to a place like Cleveland where it's kind of quiet, you know what I'm saying? You ain't really got to worry about too much and it's not really like a, a dead city you got the cavaliers you got the fucking guardians you got the fucking well yeah now they're the guardians but you got the guardians you know what I'm saying you got the Browns. it's like it's shit going on there it ain't like you know what I'm saying ain't nothing popping so i mean i don't know it ain't it ain't la or you know what I'm saying new york or you know what i'm saying dallas houston you know what i'm saying chicago or you know what i'm saying nothing like that but it's popping there to, compared to most places man i mean you know what yeah. what i'm saying it ain't arizona you ain't going to Arizona and being like, oh, shit, what the fuck are you about to do in Phoenix? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, man, last topic, you know what I'm saying? Penn State, Illinois, man, they went into nine overtimes. Illinois defeated Penn State, who was ranked at the time, um, 20 to 18. And we just – real quick, man, we got to talk about these overtime rules, man. Um, The fact that these guys went into nine overtimes – and you know what I'm saying, was doing the the nonsense that they was doing, couldn't really score. It finally got over with. And you know what I'm saying? Here we are. We're looking at a game that is going down in history as the longest game um in college in college football. Is is this something that we have to now say, okay, the NFL has a, a, a tie bracket, a draw bracket. Are we going to bring this to college football now? Because, I mean, like, this isn't something that's going to be going on and on and on, of course. But we've seen games to where it went to four or five overtimes. We've seen games to where it, you know what I'm saying, like it it, it gets drawn out. Is, is this a, a thing that the college football committee has to now look at and say, okay, maybe we need a tie bracket on these records? E, what's up, man?
2: Uh, one, I think so, man. I I've never liked the college overtime rules, never. Um, I think if it, one have a have a a tie bracket, you know what I mean, and then also I think overtime itself should be just like the NFL is. Uh, you go down, you have an attempt to drive. If you end up kicking a field goal, all right, cool. The other team gets a shot at it. If they score seven, game is over. If they kick a field goal, next point that scores wins. Uh. Mm-hmm. Having it at the 25 going in, the, the two-point, the alternating two-point conversions, it's like, oh, we're going to give everybody a chance. Like, no, man, this is football. Like, it's – either you win or you don't. You know, it's not no, hey, we can give up one here, but we just got to go back and keep scoring. Like, no. If you got to make a stop to win the game, make the stop to win the game. I think I, I think it's doing way too much, and and I really mm-hmm. don't understand why. Like – yeah, I get it. It's college. All oh, well, you do that in the pros, but what's the difference? It's still, it's still football. Like the dynamics of the game, it's not, it's not different. You know, so I mm-hmm. think they definitely need to need to sit down. It doesn't even need to be a, a long, long decision. Like, hey, we changing this. We're going to adopt the NFL rules, bring it to college, just for overtime, and yeah. that's <laughs> that's really it. Like it's like nine overtimes, like. <laughs> That's that's crazy. ridiculous, especially yeah, if you're a crazy. fan of both of those teams and you're sitting there watching nine overtimes. Like, like I don't know, man. At one point, man, you just got to let these boys know: it's strap up and play ball. It's, you don't get, you always because you don't always get a second chance. You know what right. I'm saying? So or a ninth chance need, for them, right? <laughs> if you put it like if you put it like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like. Come on, man. What are we doing here? My Jada waste. <laughs> like right. Like that's that's just ridiculous, man. They
1: just need to keep that whole system out. That's that, man. This this is this is starting to be a travesty at this point.
0: It is. Uh NFL got it right. The only thing is, like with, with college being the way that it is, and how much a win and loss matters. Um, not that mm-hmm. it don't matter in the NFL, but it's just the fact of Someone needs to win the game. I think that they should just go regular to the NFL. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They changed that rule because it was like all you had to do, win the coin toss, get a couple yards, boom, kick a field goal, you can win the game. But they're like, yo, score a touchdown, your defense had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. The only reason they changed it in the first place because it was like two games that like kind of went crazy and they kind of changed the rule. And it was like, they, I think they overreacted. Mm -hmm. If they was going to if college wanted to be different from the NFL, they should have left it the way that it was. Like, those two games was an exception to the rule. Like, that wasn't going to happen that often. This game would have never went to nine overtimes if it was the other format. Mm -hmm. And one last thing to mention, when it comes to James Franklin, I think my dude got one foot out the door, man. You know what I'm saying? He changed his agent. Then this dude was interviewed, my guy. So, you know, he got y'all. He he got oh coming up. Did you hear what he said in his interview?
1: Mm-mm. Nah. Hold on. Yeah, they do. No, I'm telling you, mm-mm. we don't want that man. No, that ain't what I'm saying. No, 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 oh, no, no. no, no. What do you mean he got oh?
0: No, he got y'all coming up this week, right? In the schedule. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So he's he's being interviewed, and this dude is talking about yeah, uh, uh, it not Indiana, but uh who they just play? Illinois. Uh, Illinois. Illinois. He was like, you know, Illinois, you know, uh, they're a tough opponent coming up, nah, 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 all this type of stuff. He was like, man, anytime, you, and then, and then, no. And then he says, you know, you always got to bring your A game when you're going to the big house. Who got the big house?
1: I'm not saying that team, but I know who it is.
0: Yeah, Michigan. So it's like his mind ain't there, man. He thinking about LSU, man. I'm telling you. Like, he already got one foot out there. He changed the agent, yo, you need to go out there and talk to LSU. You know what I'm saying? And those runners out the door. That's and interesting. He go, dude, he got one foot out the door, man. That's all I'm going to say. This dude can't oh, even he can't, he can't. even say who he got coming up. and he, he He's saying he got Illinois coming up, and Ooh. they playing him at the big house.
1: Come hey, man, on, listen. Man. Don't nobody want to say the boogeyman's name, man. <laughs> Nobody wanna say boogeyman's name. Man, man this guy what, right here man hey know what's up man i want to say the boogeyman's name listen man um interesting point that you made i i had no idea that this happened in his interview now i was confused because you said something about an agent and then you say he getting an interviewed, and then he said he come in the oh so then i'm like no nah, we don't want that yeah we don't we don't know that man we don't want nothing to do with james franklin now i think james franklin is a hell of a coach um I believe he was at Vanderbilt
0: before.
1: He was at Vanderbilt before he came to Penn State, did a hell of a job at Vanderbilt. And that's a hard thing to do in the SEC with a team like Vanderbilt with the history that they have. The Commodores really haven't had um much success uh in the football arena. Um so to then they go to they Harvard of the South. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. So that lets you know how trash they are in football. Um But then to go to Penn State and then bring that uh, program back to what it was or at least bring it close to what it was when Joe Powell was there, um, you know what I'm saying, before the scandal, and then to even, you know what I'm saying, go through some of the things they were going through, like, you know what I'm saying, the names on the back of the jerseys and dealing with all that, you know what I'm saying, he he pretty much kept them intact. He made them a contender again in the Big Ten. Um, They were ranked number seven. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Losing this game, they get knocked down to number 20. This is my only beef. Same thing happened with uh Alabama. Alabama only got knocked down to number seven. You know what I'm saying? Losing to an unranked Texas AM and number one. Um, I'm sorry, they didn't go, they didn't go to number seven. They got knocked down to number five, I believe. Losing to an unranked Texas AM. It's unfair, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Losing to an unranked team in nine overtimes, a lot of struggle. But to knock them down to 20, that's a little that's a little that's a little bit much. That's a um, much. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Now, the, the overtime rule is um, I read up a little bit about it. After three overtimes, you start moving into the two point conversions. Um, and it's just basically two point conversions until somebody scores and the other team can't. Um, I honestly like the college football rules where you start off. I think it's like at the 25 and then, you know, what I'm saying you got to get a touchdown or a field goal um, to secure it. But to me, I think three overtimes is enough. Go ahead. And like I said, put a put a tie, put a tie, you know, what I'm saying put a tie in there. Um, I get what you're saying when you say that it has to be a winner, win or a loss, but I think that what will happen if you add a tie to those records is it'll kind of add some levity to a lot of these games. Um, imagine if Alabama is playing, you know what I'm saying, the unranked A&M and then they lose, and then a Cincinnati who, you know what I'm saying, struggled a little bit with Army goes in and then now they're playing and then instead of losing, they end up tying with Army. Now, with that tie, with it not being a win or a loss, does Cincy go back to – I mean, does Cincy move down to number two? Do they move back a few spots? I think this is going to add a little bit more pressure to a lot of these teams and a lot of these these selectors in the committee about ranking these guys, putting them in certain positions. Because right now what I think is a monopoly going on. You got a solid four or five teams that's always going to stay at the top. Um, Ohio State is one of those teams. You know what I'm saying? Alabama is one of those teams. Uh, Clemson at one time was one of those teams. Um, It's looking like Georgia is starting to become one of those teams as well. But I think that it's going to kind of spice up that top 25 It's really going to spice up the college football playoffs unless they do something about that and kind of expand it until then. I think that it'll help out. It'll add some, you know what I'm saying? It'll add some flavor to there. It'll really kind of change everything that's going on. But this overtime rule, we got to get rid of it. We got to do something about it. I think three overtimes is enough. Um, nine is is too far. Seven is too far. Five really is too far. I think three is a solid number. If you can't do that, go ahead and, and call it a tie. Um, and that's pretty much all I got for that. Um, moving on, man. Players of the week. E, who you got?
2: I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the young boy Jamar Chase, man. He balled out almost put up on yards on our on our He uh, did. Yeah J- 201. 200. Uh after after it was like five minutes left, I cut it off. I ain't gonna lie. I walked away. <laughs> yeah, he had 172. Like, bro, I went to the store earlier. They was like, man, I'm betting on y'all. I'm like, all right. Sons of bitches. All right. But, yeah, I'm going to give it to Jamar Chase, man. He, he balled out. You know what I'm saying? Uh We talked about him earlier in the show. So, that's my player of the week right now. For sure. Ezda,
1: who you got, man? Same. Who you got? Man, Dearness Johnson. <laughs> First start, <laughs> man. 22 carries, 146 yards, averaging 6.6 yards a carry. Coming through in the clutch. Backup, not even a backup, third string running back. Really wasn't even a third string running back. Really was fourth string. Got moved up to third string over Demetri Felton. Um, also having a backup quarterback with Case Keenum. Came out, put the team on his back. You know what I'm saying? Did the duty and, and and got it done against the Denver Broncos. Wasn't a real tough team to get it done against. However, for a guy to just get his first start and have those kind of numbers, man, I got to show that man some love. And, of course, you know what I'm saying? Cleveland Browns, man. Um, so fantasy picks. Um, listen, man. I was sitting seventy-five last week. Uh I had Kansas City over Tennessee. I got that wrong. I had Washington over Green Bay. I got that wrong as well. And the only one I got right, man, was number ten Oregon over UCLA. And I always had fantasy wrong. picks, man. Right? Oh shit! My fault. My fault. My fault. I thought <laughs> I said Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Like- yeah. 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 I'm sorry. My fault. Um. I'm doing I'm doing too much right now, man. Doing too much. <laughs> um, my fantasy pick is scary Terry McLaurin, man. He he gave up uh I'm sorry, he gave 27 point 20 uh points last week. And um, even though, like I just told y'all, Washington didn't beat Green Bay, I think that he's gonna be a staple for the football team or whatever they'll be called later on down the line. Uh as dot, you know, what I'm saying thank you for the correction, brother. What's your fantasy pick? Man, listen, I told y'all.
0: I'm riding this till the wheels fall off, man. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, man. 37.6 <laughs> points. Jeez. <laughs> 37.6, my God, It's quarterback That's numbers, cool. man. That's you know what saying? I'm saying? I'm riding this till the wheels fall off, man. I look, I'm six and one, man. You know what I'm saying? Cooper Cup is killing the league. Killing it, man. But since I say his name every week, mm-hmm. I got I gotta, I gotta show a hey, you know what I'm saying? He e feel me here. Debo put up 21. Uh points, man, and the way it's looking, they' about to ride this dude. Well, he he has he missed practice today. He got a uh, a calf injury. Hopefully, he'll be ready for the game. He just missed practice today, but so I got to give him a little love. But yo, man, thirty seven point six point. I'm getting thirty from this dude every week, my guy. Like every week, I'm getting thirty points, man. Yes, that's man. crazy.
1: Got to keep riding Cooper Cup. That's crazy. Um, E, who you got, bro?
0: Man,
2: uh, my fantasy then took a turn, turn for the worse. I started <laughs> off. Oh <and>, um,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, man! But you know, last week Lamar Jackson, he'll walking bucket. He averaging thirty points, thirty plus points. So I, I had him last week. I did, still didn't get to win, but he was the best pe- person in my lineup. Everybody else was throwing up duds, man. Uh, <laughs> well, not everybody, you know what I'm saying. People had him in my lineup. He he gave me some points, but anyway, uh, without Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett is nobody. Uh, I just wanted to say that because he ain't gave me nothing since Russell Wilson <laughs> been out the lineup.
1: But this week
2: coming in, man. Uh, this week coming in, uh, since we got a bye week, I'm gonna go go with the young boy Justin Fields, man, and hopefully he can pop out and, and make something happen for me
1: cool man um yeah so um NCAA top 10 bro um so uh it's been some moves and it's been some moving and shaking um you know what I'm saying going on with uh, uh the top 10 um right now man I I am amazed at what's been going on. I'm kind of a little bit shook up. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, we have, have, let's see, waiting for it to come up. It's pop, it got to pop up on one of these joints. Yeah, it popped up.
0: Uh, you got, you got Georgia at
1: one, uh, right. Number at two, for one, I know we got Georgia. <laughs> um, number two, Cincinnati. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, well, schools is going in and out. I got we it got in front of me, Alabama got, at three. Y'all.
1: <laughs> you got um, who at number four? Oak- you got Oklahoma, oh, Oklahoma. Now this this is what pisses this is what pisses me off real quick. Um, Bama getting back to number three. I don't like that. I, I don't like how they just just. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna know. Um real quick. Can't hear me now? Now a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Do we freeze up? You froze up. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> so I know that's what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> so um okay so y'all gotta y'all gotta tell me where i started off at. we apologize well i apologize for the technical difficulties people um i'm also producing this joint and uh and trying to host at the same time okay. so if y'all don't like it, just, well, I, just hit look, me up
0: on twitter i got your scoops i got you i got thank you. you so you got you got georgia at one cincinnati mm-hmm. at two alabama at three oklahoma at four ohio state at five michigan at six then you got Oregon at 7, Michigan State at 8, Iowa at 9, and Ole Miss at 10. So, mm-hmm. to piggyback off what you were saying, I'm not mad at Alabama being at number 3. I just <laughs> still felt like, yeah, they lost to an unranked team. Everybody take an L at some point. They still one of the top three teams in the nation. Like I don't care what nobody say. You Okay, you lost the game. You can't win them all. Nick Saban man, is not going to go man. undefeated till the end of time. Man, listen. Fuck that.
2: But does that automatically nah, nah. just because you're one of them top teams, does that automatically put you back up there?
0: Yes, that happens every year. I don't know. That, that's what that was the big beef about the BCS was because teams that was considered great wasn't dropping as far as they wanted them to. I just think that Alabama, look, they've had the top recruiting class for like the past like ten straight fucking years. Like they have the best talent and they got the best team. They lost the game, like. Mm-hmm. It happens. What I'm mad about is Oklahoma sitting at number four. Mm. I feel that y'all should flip flop with Oklahoma. Oklahoma is struggling yeah. against teams that are not good, and mm-hmm. they're undefeated. But I feel, and that, and that's where we go to the whole thing about losing the game. I think that Ohio State should be above them. Alabama is above them, and they haven't lost a game. But they schedule ain't what y'all schedules are. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma has been struggling, and now they're starting a the freshman quarterback, which is pretty good. He struggled a little bit last week, but I think Oklahoma shouldn't be sitting at four. I think Ohio State should be sitting at four, but I don't really have any other beefs. I mean, if people want to beef, I mean, what, you want to beef at Iowa sitting at sitting at number nine because they lost ain't all that impressive. So I just um, feel like
1: I, I, I honestly, I will tell you what, um. I do I do want to beef with Alabama being at seven and one and, and being number three because losing to an unranked Texas AM and only dropping down to five, this is, this is exactly what I'm talking about when I say that these these uh the people in the selection committee, they just go ahead and, and give Alabama, you know what I'm saying, the as much as they can. If you can move Texas AM to between 20 and 25 for beating Alabama and them being unranked then how do you move Alabama just out of the top 4 right above it and then right. you got to look at the you got to look at the teams that were were there at the time like with Georgia being number 1 I'm sure that you know what I'm saying they're, they they're going they got to play Alabama somewhere down the line now what happens when Georgia beats Alabama again I'm sorry, when Georgia beats Alabama and Alabama gets knocked down or what happens if Cincinnati just so happens to lose, Alabama gets knocked down to number two, Georgia barely beats Alabama at number two, are they going to get knocked down to number four? Are they going to get knocked down back to number five and still actually have a chance to even get moved in? Who knows? This is what I'm saying. This is what I mean when I say that these teams that are getting too much favor and once again, there's no bias Ohio State is included in this. Um it, it there's certain teams that get so much favor that when they do take losses, they don't get moved down like they should. For instance, Iowa losing, right? Well, Iowa lost, they were what number two? Mm-hmm. Right. They went to, they went from number two to number seven. And they lost yeah. to the number three team in the um in the nation. No, they didn't. No, they beat Penn State, right? They beat Penn State. Yeah, they lost to Purdue, my guy. Purdue, okay. Okay, losing to an unranked Purdue. They went from that yeah,
0: to number seven. AM was, was a, uh, when the, what'd you call it? The preseason, they was, pro- that they, blah, 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 blah. they was ranked in the preseason poll. They lost okay. the game and then that knocked them out. But TCU will slaughter Purdue any day of the week.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure, to, I'm sure you think that, but I don't believe that. I do. I don't believe that. <laughs> oh, I don't believe that at all. Um, but even even with even with that like Am sitting at 14 above Oklahoma state with one loss a Baylor with one loss um let me see a, a undefeated SMU you know what I'm saying like even though I know that there's their schedules aren't that strong I'm just yeah. saying to me if if we're gonna make these records matter right like you know what I'm saying going back to adding a tie about the, the overtime thing if these records matter so much, and these strength of schedules matter so much, then losing to an unranked team, I don't care how much you want to, you know what I'm saying, what other factors you put in it, it's still an unranked team. You're the number one team in the nation. There should be a lot more punishment than moving down four spots right at, at the cusp of the top four to I me. Mean.
0: Yeah, but we ain't talking about kids. So it shouldn't be no punishment. Like At the end of the oh, day, no, if you're there should better, should be punishment. If you're, better than, if you're better than everybody and you slip up and lose a game, like like I said, you can't win every game. But then also do, do your argument, right? Mm-hmm. If Bama loses to Georgia, they're done. One loss is different than two.
1: I hear now, you. I see what I you're saying. You. Now, but, but this is what I'm saying. In a, in a scenario where let's, let's look at it right now, right? Let's say Bama moves down to number two. Right, because I'm sure they can they'll find a way to push Bama to number two if Cincinnati doesn't get a, a, an impressive win this week. So, say, Bama, say Cincinnati wins by three, Bama beats I don't know whoever they play playing next, what Georgia State, they play Georgia State or some team like that and and whoop their ass 52 to nothing, get moved down to number two, and then later on down the line, they they went out and played Georgia. Georgia beats them, they only get moved to I don't know probably number six, knowing knowing the committee. Um and then two or three teams ahead of them lose, then they're right back in it. But this is what people need to As realize. That's
0: Yeah, but what, this is what people need to realize, and everybody needs to be prepared for. When Bama plays Georgia in the SEC Championship, and then mm-hmm. Bama beat them by, like, three, oh, y'all need go, to understand. Georgia's in. in. Like, Georgia and Bama's
1: going to be in, period. That, but that's my point. That's my point. But they should be. No, they shouldn't. Yes, they should. Listen you telling me that okay so put it like this if bama if bama beats if, if bama beats georgia by three right yeah and say and say by some some i don't know some christmas miracle um that jesus comes back and helps michigan beat ohio state <laughs> this year you know what i'm saying and they they finish out and go to the Big Ten Championship, and they stay undefeated. <laughs> and then Oklahoma wins out, and they stay undefeated, right? Cincinnati just, I don't know, Cincinnati stays undefeated, too. You mean to tell me if Cincinnati is in the game and they win by three or lose by three, that Bama should go over them? Or, or I'm sorry, they win by three and, and win out in a conference, that Bama should go over them just because they lost or won by three against the number one team in the nation? No. Yes. No. No. No, yes. I think that's bullshit. Yes. I think that I, I think that Bama should be out of this. I'm and this is and this is totally biased that I'm speaking right now. I'm letting you know. I'm sick and fucking tired of Nick Saban getting every fucking thing he wants, bro. This is bullshit. Every year Bama is in not just the not just the top 10 or the top four. These motherfuckers are in the top three every fucking year, bro. Dude, look who
0: you talk to. I hate Bama, and I that's hate my Nick Saban. But the point is at the <laughs> end of the day. They getting the best dudes, man. The I don't care about none of man. that.
1: They lost no. to an uh, unranked Texas they, A&M, bro. They lost, man. Bro. They need to be
2: penalized for the But lost. this is the Thank thing. You.
0: But y'all acting like Texas A&M is trash. They're
1: not trash. Nigga, they 6-2. and two. So? Number 14 in the nation. How is and 6-2 trash. Nigga, it ain't seven and one. It ain't <laughs> fucking eight No. zero. But but this, but listen, listen to the standards that
0: you're saying, though. Listen to the standards you're saying. You saying six two is trash. Six two. I would love to be six two right now. I would love nah, my nah, man.
1: Football. Take take that take that Florida <laughs> no. State stuff out of it right now. We ain't talking you know, about that. I'm right. saying, I'm saying that the the teams that we are talking about right. Put it like this. Georgia, uh, Florida was ranked what? Florida was ranked. I think they got as high as.
0: What did they did
1: they get that high? What were they ranked when they played uh, LSU?
0: Dang, how high was they? I forgot how was high they, they were. like
1: 50, 15, between 15 and 20?
0: I'm trying to think, were they in the top 10? Or uh, 10. They might have been 10, 12, somewhere around there.
1: Okay. So from 10 and up, they were, We say they, safe to say they were somewhere between 10 and 25, right? Yeah. Let's go ahead and broaden it. They lost to LSU and got kicked out the fucking polls, bro. Yeah
0: but they had that was their second loss no it wasn't was that their first one or their second
1: one i believe that was their first loss
0: well i can't fact check it right now but, but we're, the we're, is, we're going now, I now, listen.
1: if we if we wrong y'all hit us up on the socials man let us know but what i'm saying or any one of us it don't matter what i'm saying is i'm just saying man it seems every year bro when bama get a fucking loss, or if they just so happen to lose, bro. It's just like somehow, some way shit just fall in their favor to where they're still not that far away from the top four. That's my only beef. But okay, look at this, right? Okay, so Clemson,
0: Clemson lost, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Look how
1: far Clemson failed.
0: You wanna know the reason, but you wanna know the reason why they failed as far as they did and Bama didn't. The AP now you said the selection committee, they don't come mm-hmm. in until a couple more weeks. I just I
1: just call them I just the selection committee because they picking the you know what I'm saying the, the ranking.
0: Yeah, when they get there. So this is the yeah. AP poll
1: that, that we're talking right. about right now. Right. So
0: they can look like I always say, we go off our test. We don't mm-hmm. we don't be, me and you we don't say rings Fact. determine if you're great or not. Fact. I use I test. The AP poll look, was looking at this Clemson team was like, yo, mm-hmm. this team ain't the same team as last year. They're looking right. at bad mm-hmm. one.
1: Of course not. Bam ain't the same team as last year.
0: Yeah, they might be better because some people think this no. Bryce kid. They, no. they, some of these people think that this kid is something special. They, I'm not saying that now. Now Bryce,
1: suppo- Bryce is good. Don't get me wrong, Bryce is good. But the team as a whole, they're nowhere near the team that they was last year.
0: I wouldn't say nowhere near. I would say they, they might not be as strong. That receiving
1: core ain't as strong. That running Cause, back, cause that running younger. back core ain't as strong.
0: All it is is they're younger. They're still the best athletes that came out. I see Arnie. what you're saying. Look, I, look. Was look,
1: they dude. the best? Was they the best when Texas A&M came home? Dude, <laughs> you missed a game, y'all at like, like you don't like you to an unranked Texas A&M
0: Aggie team. I don't care, man. A and M is not that bad, man. They're sitting at two
1: and number 14 in the nation, they are. And the only reason, and the only reason they got back into, <laughs> and the only reason they, you said at the at, in the preseason polls, where were they sitting? They
0: they was in the top 25. I don't remember exactly where they the were. But they was in the top 25.
1: I'm assuming when they lost, they got kicked out the top 25. They got right? kicked out because yes. when they played Bama, they wasn't in the top 25. They beat Bama and got in, and, and I think they got down to four, uh, number 20. They beat Bama and got down to number 20. Right? They jumped back in. Now. Whoever they lost to recently, because when they, I I believe when they played Bama they was they was uh, one loss. Okay, they was
0: they had okay, so they lost to a sixteen ranked Arkansas. They dropped to fifteen. Okay, cool. then they um then they lost to Mississippi State, and then they wasn't unranked, and then mm-hmm. they beat Bama, and they went up to twenty one. Then 21. they beat South Carolina, and they went up to seventeen. Okay. And now so, they're sitting
1: at 14. So they, they got kicked out at – But they eight.
0: started the year at six.
1: No, no, I'm saying – okay, they, they went from six so to So I was wrong.
0: They was six. They was number six. So that's what but I'm listen, saying, dude. Listen,
1: they went they went from six to what? They went to
0: six. They went to six, five, seven, and then they went to 15, unranked between the one and 17.
1: They went from seven to 15, losing to a number 16 team, Right. They, yes, to a okay. sixteen team. Yes. So if a numbers, if a sixteen, if a, if a sixteen team could take a seventeen and move them to fifteen, then an un, unranked team should be able to move fucking Alabama past number five. That's all I'm saying. That's all I I'm
0: see, saying. I see what you're saying, but at the same time, e, I know I know you ain't really saying <laughs> it because you don't know much about college. But this is the thing: there are. If I'm not mistaken, like but um, I agree though a hundred, what like 120. 120, 120 120 and this dude said fifteen is trash out of hundred and twenty division one schools, you said fifteen is trash. Hey
1: man, I don't I didn't I make don't the don't AP polls. I didn't make I the AP polls. I, I don't view I it didn't make these guys.
0: I just feel I just honestly, I'm speaking feel like,
1: okay. So, so when I say trash, let me let me let me Make sure this is clear for anybody that's listening and watching. When I say trash, I'm saying trash amongst the group that they're in. I'm not saying their trash is like all oh, these motherfuckers are horrible. I'm saying that amongst the crowd that they're in, right? Amongst the cream of the crop. Okay. Sitting at it, sitting six and two is, is not as good as it seems compared to the number one team who's seven and no, the number two teams who's seven and no, the number three team who's seven and one, number four team who's eight and no, number five team who's six and one. Number sixteen, who's seven and zero. Oh, number seventeen, who's six and zero. Oh, eight is seven and zero. Oh, nine is six and one. Ten is six and one. And then the two teams before them is two losses. So it's six and one, six and one, seven and zero. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I get if, what you're saying, but every, every unde- team, the Oklahoma but, State team after them is six and one. But every undefeated team ain't created equal. That's true, and, and I'm not arguing because that. And not I'm not everybody, arguing it Because eight uh, uh, and Cincinnati is not the same as eight and no Alabama. I will agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, because even everybody's not going to be Boise State and TCU before they join the Big Twelve. Facts. Facts. Those was the exception Facts. to the rule. Facts. They did beat the Oklahomans yep. and the Alabamas and that, it, all that all that type of shit. When they right. because what people got to understand TCU when when the whole argument was going around, they was in the whack at the time. And they now hey, they're in the done. Big Twelve. Yeah, so mm-hmm. now
1: the, I don't. They're back, now look. they're back to playing like there's in the way. Exactly.
0: Now yeah. they're back in the middle of the pack. Yes. I'm <laughs> sure. Now that the first year, you, you remember that everybody tried to argue up and down because that first year, a Big Twelve team didn't make it. True. and they tried to argue True. the whole thing of like now we're in the power five conference and you know yeah. we still didn't make it and all this type of shit. but at the time like y'all didn't deserve to get in like the, well, those, yeah. those 14 those 14 and that's what i'm saying like i think that resume matters i get what you're yes. saying yes but and i'm not saying the loss don't mean anything don't mm-hmm. don't get me mistaken but i'm no, just no, no, saying sure. like like, you're going to have a bad night, man. You know what right. I'm saying? Jordan had bad nights. Everybody have bad night. They had a bad night, and they took a loss. That yeah. still doesn't mean they're not one of the top talented teams in college. And That's I, the only point I'm
1: trying to make. All I'm, all I'm saying real quick, let me, I'm going to let you finish. All I'm saying is that doesn't take away from their talent. That doesn't take away from who they are. All I'm saying is when you lose to an unranked team as a number one team in the nation, I don't care how it's done. Four spots is not fair. That's all I'm saying.
0: I get what you're saying, and this coming
1: from somebody who hates Bama. No, no, you should you should understand as having a team who's been at that number one before. I've 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 had a team who's been at the number one, lost to the number two, and then ended up at fucking ten or eleven. No, this no, you're talking to somebody. I remember
0: the first. So Florida State won the last BCS championship, right? That yep. was the Rose Bowl. So the was next year they James? started that. Yes, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. that was Jameis. They started the playoff the next year. So we go undefeated, right, mm-hmm. win the national championship. Go mm-hmm. undefeated the next year. Now, granted, I know out of, what, 12 games, we was down at halftime, 21 points in 11 of them. It <laughs> like came two. back and won so all of them. It. Yeah. You know what number we went into the playoff as? What? Three. Undefeated. We started out as the number one team, and because we was down every halftime by who seventeen, who did I end up playing? One, who did you end up
1: playing? Play, play mm-hmm.
0: We played Oregon. We played Oregon, where Diamond Cook had the worst game of his life, where he broke he broke the uh, Ward Dunn's rushing record, and he fumbled like four times. James Winston cocked back and threw the ball backwards. <laughs> like, it was, dude, that game that was, was the just dude. Let me tell you this:
1: I'm going to tell you this, though, and this ain't no shade, but y'all got lucky that Oregon took y'all out because y'all already know who y'all would have had to play. <laughs> yeah, who would have had to play Bama? No. Y'all wouldn't have had to play Bama. Y'all would have had to play us. That is right. Y'all did win that year. Yeah. That was That was the year y'all yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because y'all beat Bama.
0: Y'all beat Bama that
1: year. I definitely did. Yeah. We showed Bama who, Elliott. who was who. Yeah, we showed Bama who was who because, you know what I'm saying, we them dogs. Let's man. What we got next, man? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. I oh. Nah, um moving on, man. Um, hold on, because I don't know if my joint acting right on it. Man, listen, this I got to, I gotta get a new computer, man. I do, I really do. Um moving on, man. Um to the weekly recaps and scores in the NFL. Thursday, man, Thursday night game. The Browns beat the Broncos 14. I'm sorry, 17 to 14. Um, The Packers beat the Washington football team 24-10. The Titans beat the Chiefs 27-3 in a Shocker. The Falcons beat the Dolphins 30-28 in a close one. Patriots demolished the Jets 54-13. The Giants beat the Panthers in another Shocker at 25-3. The Bengals in another Shocker beat the Ravens 41-17. Raiders beat the Eagles 33-22. Rams beat the Lions 28-19. Um, where am I? At? Okay, uh, Cardinals beat the Texans, which wasn't a shocker at all. 31 to 5. Um, the Buccaneers beat the Bears 38 to 3. Colts, sorry, bro, beat the 49ers 30 to 18 in the Sunday night game. And then Monday night, man, was a battle. Um, the Saints beat the Seahawks 13 to 10. Woo wee. Um, so now. <laughs> We can get into predictions. <laughs> so <laughs> like I was saying earlier when I was so confused, man, I was, I can I was seven and five. Um, I had Kansas city over Tennessee, which I got wrong. I had Washington over green Bay, which I also got wrong. And then I had number 10 Oregon beating UCLA, which I almost got wrong, but I got it right. Um, which moved me up to eight and seven this week. I'm picking Arizona over green Bay. I'm picking your Niners over Chicago. And I'm picking Florida to come up with an upset in the Florida-Georgia rivalry to beat the number one team in the nation. I hate to say this, but let's go Gators. S. Dot man. Bring it in. What you got?
0: Man, this guy right here. Look, (laughs) I'm done picking my dudes, man. That was the only loss I got last week, man. So I'm done. I'm not picking them no more. I picked them two times and we lost both times, so. Hopefully you have better luck, man. But so I went two and one last week. Overall, I'm 11 and seven. Um, I got two college, one NFL. NFL, I got the Chargers over the Pats, man. I think okay. uh, I people are underestimating this uh this defensive uh, backfield that the Chargers got, man. So I, I think they're gonna shut a lot of shit down. Hopefully they don't shut down. Oh man, now that I think about that, I'm gonna have to change that the Doran James because. I got uh you know I got George Killer too, but he been on IR the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So I uh I got Henry from the Pats, but I think Doran James about to lock him down, man. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. gonna take my starting lineup. So anyway, um, so I got the Chargers over the Pats. <laughs> I got number ten Ole Miss over eighteen on uh, Auburn. Uh, I think Lane Kiffin, man, look, but he's another dude got his eye on that that LSU job. <laughs> I, know, I know
1: he do. He ready to get the fuck out of Rocky Top, boy. <laughs>
0: Hey, but I'm telling you, well, he ain't in Rocky Top. He he been got
1: out of there. Oh, that's right, that's right. I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh, uh, I forgot what dude's name. Of Tennessee. Is. Yeah, he threw that guy. He got that golf ball thrown at him. He ready to get out of Rocky Top.
0: Yeah, and also, man, he might be looking at that USC job too if they hire him again. But anyway, uh, I got. I know you don't want to hit us because uh, you don't like to say their name. But man, I got them Wolverines over the Spartans. Man, number six over number eight. Man, so. See if I can get a three and zero week. I
1: hope they both lose. This guy right here. I hope they go to eleven overtime. Fucking losers. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up, man. E, what's up, man? Who you got?
2: Uh, my overall record is eleven and seven. I went two and one last week. Um, I'm going Raiders over the Eagles because the Eagles is trash sauce right now. I'm going. No, no, no. I'm thinking. I'm looking at the wrong page. Hold on, that was last week. <laughs> that's what I. That's, that's how I went. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, man. These teams just played. <laughs> nah, yeah. hold on. Here it go. I'm going to charge. Charges over the Pats. <laughs> uh, Washington over the Broncos. Now the thing is, every time I pick Washington, where they lose every time. I'm hoping they don't <laughs> lose this one. Like they should right. be able to. They should be able to beat the Broncos. And then. Yeah. uh I really can't stand Pittsburgh, so I'm going the Browns over Pittsburgh.
1: Let's go. Let's go.
2: <laughs> now, so to be man, honest, like all the way real, I hope y'all tie. I, I would rather y'all
1: tie. No, nah, it's not going to happen. Don't worry about that. I, I understand why you feel that way, but it's not going to happen, brother. You, gotta, you got a cool, better man. chance just, of, I, got, I got so much paper.
2: I got you, so much You hate got, got a better Pittsburgh chance of making ice
1: cubes in hell, my brother. Hey, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Hey, that tie won't be. We're gonna bust their ass. So um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're getting out of here. Thank you guys for uh tuning in for all who did. Uh thank you guys for listening, you know what I'm saying? For all who are. Um, you guys could find me at Schools Bronson on Twitter. Um, you can also check us out on official for what is it? Wait a minute. I'm tri- I'm tripping. It's 4-3. Underscore official, no, 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 no. I, I got you, man. I, I don't struggling. understand how the fuck, <laughs> no, it's <43 laughs> I, underscore pod on IG and it's right yes. here at the bottom. And then <laughs> official 43 pod on Twitter, follow us there, man. You can watch us there. Also, go to Scooch Bronson TV on YouTube and you can watch us live. Um, if you can't follow us on Twitter every, every Wednesday, check us out as that. Bring them home, man.
0: Yes, sir. Y'all can follow me at uh, S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG. 28 Minutes or Less on Facebook. Uh, like I said, I dropped the podcast with uh with V from Murder V Road and also from the All Doctor podcast. Really good interview. Go check that out. It's on all major platforms. Got the visuals for this as well on the Stolen Time Podcast Network. So, uh, rock with your boy. Sure.
1: E bring them all home,
2: man. All uh, right, what's up, man? You already know us your man. E Carter, hosts a First Class Podcast. You can catch us on uh on Facebook under First Class Podcast Media, um Instagram under First Class Podcast, uh, my personal Space Ninja 87. Uh, and I just got back activated on Twitter trying to get that back jumping, and that's easy e721. You can catch me there. Uh, we do have a show coming up this week on First Class. Uh, We'll be going live on Facebook and, um, and YouTube as well. So be on the lookout for that. I got a couple of interviews that's out there now. A couple weeks ago, I had, to interv- uh, had the chance to interview my man, S. Foster. That's available. And then I just got done doing an interview with my man, Isaiah Davis. He is the cookieologist uh, bakery. You know what I mean? he got some of the, the best cookies I ever tasted, especially coming right out of Dayton, Ohio, in the city. So go uh, if you got the opportunity, please go and check out those two interviews. Uh, I got them posted up on the Twitter and Facebook as well. So you can just follow the link and hit them up and listen to them and check them out.
1: That's right, man, and don't forget, man, hit up our other guys, man, JD and Seeds. You can catch Seeds on Twitter at Seeds101, um, spelled with a C, not an S. Also, you can check out our guy, JD, at, um, what, is what is it, what is it, what is it, what is it, D, is it D Drippy, or no, JD Oracle underscore DDS. Check him out, um, and make sure y'all follow him, make sure y'all tell him what's up. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all let them know. Bring their ass back on the pod, man. Um, (laughs) Also, don't forget, man, go to twitch.tv slash Bronson, man. Make sure y'all subscribe and follow my Twitch page. Isolated Society is coming sooner than you think, and it's going to be a hell of a ride. Can't wait for it. Um, You're going to definitely see some familiar faces on there. You're going to see some new faces on there. We're going to get busy. And with that said, man, um, I guess we got to break this huddle up. Was that cheesy?
0: Nah, that was dope. <laughs> it was cool. I
1: <laughs> like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> man, we gotta break this huddle up, man, and get to business. And um, we appreciate y'all, man. See y'all next week. Peace out. Peace.
2: Peace.